Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 15 is where we're at as we go through the gospel of Luke. And a message titled, Lost and Found. And it says in verse 4, it says, What man of you having a hundred sheep, if he loses one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one which he lost until he finds it? Now think about it. That's a pretty good-sized herd. I don't know. Anybody have any sheep here? Okay, do you have a bigger herd than this or smaller? It seems like that would be a big, big herd to me. I don't know. I, I know there was a guy coming to our church here that had thousands and thousands of goats and sheep and stuff like that but I don't think he knew them all. I think this is probably the max of uh, the number of sheep you could have if you're a shepherd wandering out. Ralph, do you have names for your sheep? Yeah, you you name them, right? You got Fred and, and, you know, Lucy and, you know, Oliver and Bonehead, you know. You have all these sheep, you know, and and you name them all, you know, because they're, you kind of get to, they're they're like pets, you know. You kind of get to know them and you you love them. You're going to notice if one's missing, Right, you're gonna notice if there's a, if there's one. Even if you have a hundred, that's maybe the max of the sheep that you'd know that you, you know you're missing one because that's probably the most you could ever have out in the wilderness with one person or maybe a, a hired hand with you. But you know, it's it's interesting. I was listening to this news commentator the other day, and, and someone wrote in. I don't know. He, it's kind of dumb because he has all these commentary news commentaries that he does. But then somehow he's some expert on life, which he's not. And so people write like to Dear Abby, like they write to this guy and he answers their questions. And sometimes I'm just like, oh my goodness. Well, one of them was this woman who wrote, or excuse me, this man who wrote in. And he says, I have a well-trained Belgian Malinois, which is, think of police dog, right? It's like a German Shepherd almost, but it's bigger. And he says, I have this well-trained Belgian Malinois. I'm getting ready to be married. And I'm moving into my fiance's house with her. We're going to marry and I'm going to move into her house with her. And she has four untrained little dogs that are that are, are messy and you know they're a nuisance and they they are are more like house ornaments. And I think it would be best if she took one probably three of them and took them to her parents' house where they would do better than they would at her house. And this news commentator said I think that's reasonable and uh, you know you know to have too many pets isn't the right thing and all this and uh, and he goes on and he just talks about how, yeah, she, she should tell that her, he should go to her and tell her, yeah, yeah I think it would be best if your, all your dogs go to your mom's house. And the guy who was reading the, the, the guy who's reading the mail, he's like, can I chime in on this? Because he doesn't usually chime in, but he's like, can I chime in on this? He's like, I agree, you know, pets are a lot of times unnecessary, you know, they're, they're messy and everything else, and so it's probably best not to have too many animals, you know, as pets. He says, however, you have to decide if you want to be right or you want to be happy. <laughs> I thought that is exactly right. <laughs> and the other guy pushed back on that. He's like, "Well, you know, you have to you have to, you know, not be afraid of confrontation." And I'm like, "What, what are you an idiot?" You know. <laughs> she loves those animals. 
She had them before that. And you're moving into her house. You're moving onto her turf. Shut it. <laughs> you know, I, just, uh, I don't know. It's just funny to me. But, but, you know, this is the thing. You know, people love their animals, and this comes back to you. God loves you. And, and he created you in his image, and he cares about you, and he cares about the person sitting next to you, and he cares about the person sitting in the gutter. Because every single person is precious to him. And so when they're lost, not only does he know your name, but he knows how many, he knows the number of hairs on your head. They're all numbered. That's what the Bible says. He has a, it's like there goes 5,272, just fell out. There goes number seven. You know, I mean, every hair on your head is numbered. He knows you that intimately, and he knows every person that intimately, and he cares about every single person created in his image. And then he's always in pursuit. He's always in pursuit of those who are lost, but he's also in pursuit of those who are his, because sometimes we go astray. We go off the tracks a little bit. Anybody ever gone off the tracks a little bit? Okay, just three of us. All right. Someday you might. Verse 5, and when he has found it, this lamb, this sheep, he lays them on his shoulders rejoicing. Have you ever lost your dog or cat? You know, you're, you're going out. I don't know why you chase after a cat. I guess cats don't get lost, do they? They just kind of slurk around the neighborhood. It doesn't matter. You can't lose your cat, actually. You go and drop it off 10 miles away because you don't want it anymore, and it comes back. Okay, so you don't ever lose your cat. Never mind. Have you ever lost your dog? And, and so you, 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 you lose your dog, and so you're out like a moron in the neighborhood yelling, Fido! Fido! You seen a dog? You know, you're asking, you're telling people what it looks like, you know? It's like, and then you find it, and you're so happy when you find it, right? I heard this story. It's, it's kind of a, I don't know, maybe it's a myth. I don't know. But it was the, the story of the shepherd who go after the lamb, and he had a lamb who was constantly going astray. If it kept doing it, then he would take that lamb, and he would take his little leg, and he'd break it. And then he'd set the leg, and he put the lamb on his shoulder, and he carried around for a couple, you know, however long, weeks. He carried around for the weeks it takes for that break to heal, and then he'd unwrap it, and he'd let the lamb go, and the lamb would never, after that bonding, it would never leave his side. And, and I, I heard, you know, commentators say, oh, that's not even true, and, you know, that's... You know, I'm driving to work one day, and I'm listening to Jay Vernon McGee on my way to work. And I was straying a little bit. I'm just being honest. I was 18, 19 years old. I was a new Christian. I was, I was straying a little bit. There was a lot of, you know, fun things to do, you know, being a, working in the ski area. I, I was listening, and, and Jay Vernon McGee told the story about the little lamb and the broken leg and everything like that. I thought, oh, that's, that's cool. You know, that's kind of cool, you know. And I go to work that day. And I'm kind of in a hurry because I want to get to, I have to, I'm skiing, but I want to get to work and I wanted to eat before I went and I was going to do one more run. And that one more run was fatal to my leg. I was going down the hill, trying to bomb the hill, you know, super fast. And it's, it's a, it's a pretty steep, steep hill. And I hit a death cookie, a big chunk of ice, spun around, popped my knee, blew my ACL out. And I'm laying there on the ground. And this is what I thought. God just broke my leg, and he reeled me in, right? So whether uh, uh, shepherds did that to their lambs, I don't know, but God did it to me, and I was his straying lamb. And, and every time my knee hurts, because it does, I remember, okay, Jesus, I remember, I remember, and he keeps me close to him. And, and so he goes and finds this lamb. He, he goes and finds the lamb. He puts it on his shoulders, 
he brings it home in verse 6. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, I've found my sheep which was lost. And, and when you lose something important to you, you want to share it. It's going to be on your Facebook, right? You know, it's going to be up there. Everybody's going to know. You know, we all know what's going on in each other's lives, at least the good things, because it's all on Facebook. And so I found my lamb. You know, everybody's all excited, right, for us. It's all the likes and all the hearts and all that stuff. Verse 7, and I say to you that likewise there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over the 99 just persons who need no repentance. Now, it was a common belief amongst the Pharisees that there was rejoicing in heaven when a wicked person died. Certainly, that's the way it was on earth. You know, when the Herods died. Did you know that Herod the Great had a hundred important people, noble people killed on the day of his death because he wanted mourning on the day he died and not celebration? Isn't that sick? But, but people celebrate when somebody bad dies. You know, I, I think of that, that Soleimani guy or, you know, Kasim Soleimani or, or Osama bin Laden, you know, and a lot of people celebrated when that happened when those guys were killed. You know, similarly, you know, in those countries, a lot of people celebrated at 9-11 because they, you know, America to them is the great Satan, right? And so, you know, when we think someone wicked dies, we celebrate on earth. You know, it's like, oh, you know, and, and sometimes it's like, man, that guy killed a lot of people, you know, I'm glad that he's, that's dealt with, right? You know, that's kind of the, the sentiment, but that's not the way that it is in heaven. That certainly isn't the heart of God on these things. In fact, God says through Ezekiel, in Ezekiel 33, verse 11, he says, say to them, this is children of Israel going off the rails. This is children of Israel doing wicked things and needing, you know, and putting themselves right for judgment. And this is what, what God says to them through Ezekiel. He says, say to them, as I live, says the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn, turn from your evil ways, for why should you die, O house of Israel? So God doesn't, he's not celebrating, he's not waiting to, to kill somebody who's a wicked person. He, he, he doesn't desire any to perish, but all would come to repentance. That's his heart towards people. Not, not that, that wicked people would just be wiped out, that anybody would go to hell. That's not God's heart. But notice God's heart is actually the opposite. It says in Psalm 116, verse 15, Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Wait, so when the righteous people die, he celebrates? And when the wicked people die, he is sad? Why is that? Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208 365 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.